0: Welcome to the SIFT podcast, your number one podcast for business, finance, and psychology, where great entrepreneurs come to learn and grow. Good morning, guys, and welcome to episode 41 on the SIFT podcast. And, um,. For today's topic I thought of um talking or getting deep into entrepreneurship giving guys a bit of insights on some topics and I'm primarily going to focus more on uh solo entrepreneurship or being a solo entrepreneur the challenges that you that you might face when you decide to go solo or to become you know a one man show or do things on your own without necessarily having a team but then again um you can always as a solo entrepreneur you can always outsource certain um things that you need certain skills certain um things that you need to get done within your within your business or within your <clears throat> entrepreneurship uh life so the, like it doesn't necessarily mean that you necessarily need to have a team but as a solo entrepreneur you can always outsource a few skills and talents here and there but now I'm, I'm coming down to the challenges that you might face when you decide to go solo, when you decide, like, I want to become a sole, sole proprietor or a, a solo entrepreneur and all that. And one of the challenges you will face is, and pretty much a lot of solo entrepreneurs face, and it's not only in entrepreneurship, uh, it's also in various industries, in trading as well, in the finance industry, um, if, you be, if you decide to become a retail trader. Now, one of the challenges you'll face is, being lonely and by being lonely i mean like um you know when you're working in a team when you're in a venture team you're with your partners you have uh those who you share with you who you communicate with you um talk talk about the business and how to move forward and how to tackle certain challenges and how to strategize and all that but then as a sole entrepreneur it's all on you like it's all on you to make the decisions if you're met with adversity come up with an idea how you'll come out of it and um it's quite challenging because now we are we are most more more often than not unable to talk about some of the you know the challenges we face in our in our business because now we don't first of all uh if you don't have a support system that you can you know, share your your challenges in business with becomes a problem. And then secondly, um it's not many people. It depends on the kind of people you have around you. You might have people around you who are not entrepreneurs or who are not into business. And this becomes a problem when uh you want to talk about, you know, business related stuff, but they are not interested. So it becomes it's only you and nobody else and it's also similar when it comes to trading when you get into retail trading i remember when i got into retail trading not not really a lot of people knew, knew or understand what it was about and those who allegedly say they knew or understood what they were doing or what it entails um our mindsets were pretty much in different um like we had different mindset when it came to trading like my perspective was different their perspective was different and for my case is when my perspective and when I'm convinced that my perspective is the right way, I tend not to listen too much just for the sake of avoiding noise, because you know you have to think about we live in a we live in a time where there's a lot of noise coming of coming from different angles and from different people, you know everyone is entitled to their opinion, everyone wants to share their opinion, but now it comes down to you to focus on what you think is right on what you believe in. Focusing on that, so in retail trading, there is that problem of uh loneliness when it comes to that. And then the second thing I will say is challenging when you decide to go solo, when you be when you decide to become a solopreneur or a solo entrepreneur, I will have to say is, um, you have to be tenacious, uh, you have to develop tenacity, man, like you have to. Because listen, entrepreneurship is not the easiest of things. It has been, there's been a narrative sold around entrepreneurship as being um, this amazing thing that you do if you want to quit your nine to five and it's like to hell with university or to hell with nine to five, let's get go and get into entrepreneurship. And what a lot of people don't realize is that it takes a lot of work and not necessarily everyone is cut out to become an entrepreneur because of, the amount of work you have to put in, you have to also develop the necessary skills that you will need to pursue your entrepreneurship journey. And also at the same time, apart from developing skills and uh, being a very hardworking, stroke, working person, at the same time, you have to be someone who's very tenacious, someone who's, you know, the psychological side of things. Let me tell you guys, the amount of times... I've gotten rejections before getting a deal done it's astronomical man it's astronomical and um, if you're not uh, if you're not really that tenacious meaning that you're not able to work through adversity and work through rejection and work through the dirty side of business then it becomes a problem it becomes a problem and you Know that's one of the reasons why a lot of people don't end up starting, and if, even if they start, they end up not pursuing because once they're met by one roadblock, it's like that's it. Another thing, I was listening to a podcast, um, I think it was on uh Gary V, I'm not quite sure. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and this guy was talking about um, entrepreneurship and how entrepreneurship primarily is about uh, extinguishing fires in an organization, extinguishing fires. If you're the CEO if you're the founder because in any organization we have the guy we have the entrepreneur who like is in charge of everything is the guy who came up with the idea is the guy who um, can solve solve problems really quickly and then we have the rest of the team who are probably very high-skilled people but not necessarily entrepreneurs might be someone high-skilled in tech, might be someone high-skilled in marketing, but not really necessarily entrepreneurs per se. But like for them, for the venture team, or like not not necessarily even for the venture team, for the team in the organization, they don't have that pressure that entrepreneurs have of extinguishing fires throughout. Because for them, work is primarily coming to work and doing what they have been tasked, tasked to do and then for the entrepreneur, for the founder, for him, it's about extinguishing fires of everywhere and um, being stable and keeping calm during storms. Because, you know, business has this whole cycle where you're booming uh, one second, the next time, you know, your business is in a form of recession, depression, and then, you know, booming back again and all that. And it's the entrepreneur to have a solid state of mind. So it's of the challenges, you know, when you're a solo entrepreneur, now you don't have anyone to look um, to fall back onto. And that com- comes back to my point whereby I talked about and I emphasize a lot about having a very strong support system because it's something you'll need if you want to go solo most especially because you're alone. You need someone to fall back onto or someone to talk to when they're going to get stuff because it probably will it's not like entrepreneurship is not a very easy um it's not a very easy path to take and it's something that you know usually takes time and it's different for everyone you know there are a lot of variables set in place but now um when you're a sole entrepreneur you want you want to have that support system because it's very different with an entrepreneur or a founder that is part of a venture team with other co-founders that's very much different because they have already that taken care of You know, when person A fails in something, he can talk to person B. And person B, since he's also a co-founder, he seems he's also or she is also an entrepreneur and a problem solving kind of person. Because entrepreneurship is all about that. It's about solving problems and coming up with effective solutions to solve uh, human problems, you know, or business problems. And having person B now think about it and come up with a solution, they have that, you know, that dynamic within, uh, within a venture team, which when it comes to being solo, it's very different. Now, the third challenge I will say when it comes to solo entrepreneurship is, uh raising capital, raising funds, um, it entirely depends on whatever it is, like whatever it is you want to get done on your business or how you expect your business to operate. Because if you're starting out, let's say, for example, in a service-based ind- business whereby uh, barriers of entry are close to zero. Because most of the service-based in- uh, businesses, you just need to, you know, most of the times it's about getting your registration and um, probably having a website and maybe having one or two softwares that you use to do A, B, C act- uh, activities. But, you know, the barriers of entries are usually close to zero. So that's a different thing. But then if you want to venture into something that, you know, might have you to dip down into your pocket, being a solopreneur becomes now quite challenging if you don't have deeper pockets compared to someone in a venture team. Because in a venture team now, they're able to do much more of bootstrapping. Because think about it, you know, raising money from, uh, you know, the triple F's friends, families and fools, uh, their network is quite bigger. Their network is quite bigger on how many people they can bootstrap from. And then once that goes, you know, they can now go to if they are really interested in getting more cash, they can now go to uh, crowdfunding, talk about Kickstarter and Indiegogo. And then from there, maybe look into approaching business angels before now, you know, starting the whole series A, series B, series C funding process and IPO thing. And for them, it's quite easier because of the kind of network that they, they have in comparison to a solopreneur where it's you and the kind of network that you have that if your pockets are not deep enough and you need to bootstrap, then you need to look at the kind of network that you have. Which brings me to the fourth point where uh, as a solopreneur, your network might not be as big or as large as uh, you might really want compared to working in a venture team where people have like really large networks you have to think about when you're having let's say a co-founder they have their family and then they have also their professional connections you have your family your professional connections your friends and maybe you have also another co-founder so like it's a very longer web and it also makes things easier when it comes to also solving problems when it comes to finding product uh, product market fit because you you probably know someone who like one of you probably know someone who's in a certain industry who might be interested in uh you know testing out your minimum viable product might be interested in being part of a survey that you guys might want to uh, partake or or someone who might be interested in also buying your product that's another thing because you know you have a very big network but all in all, guys, it's not to say that solopreneur is not um, it's not a good thing when it comes to venturing into entrepreneurship. It's just that I'm preparing you guys for some of the things that you might want to look into if you decide to become a solopreneur and do things on your own. These are the things that you need to look into. And these are the things I learned from experience. I'm a solopreneur myself. And um, because of various reasons, I prefer working on my own and, you know, it's, you know, purely based on my character and all that and what I believe in. And it's always about process of outcome, guys. Always remember that. Um, however, if you want to become a solopreneur, you can always become a solopreneur. Just be ready to put in the work and uh, put in the time. And be mentally strong. Like, guys, really, that's a really strong point. Be mentally strong because it's it's not easy. Because when you're alone getting rejection, it might feel like it's you. Like, and it has, na- it has nothing to do with you when... One organization or one business or one person rejects you when it comes to your business idea. It has nothing to do with you. It's nothing personal. But, you know, when you're a solopreneur, you might end up taking it so personal. But I'm always of the idea of being ambivalent when it comes to the kind of responses you get from people, being ambivalent when it comes to if you have one business. Because I've had, I've had both scenarios where, One business was really not interested in my uh, product, in my service, and they would like shut me down and, you know, really got into me like, wow, okay. But then again, I had also another case or another scenario where one business was seeing me as this Hail Mary of, you know, their marketing um, problems, like this is, you know, like, I'm the guy to solve everything like every problem they had. But then one thing that I teach myself or I try to to instill a lot on myself is becoming very ambivalent when it comes to this response like I don't even react like I don't like teaching myself how to not care if I get rejected and at the same time not care if I get too praised a lot if I, if I get too much praise and that comes to you know the psychological side of things of being able to separate yourself from the business because as a solopreneur you are the business but now finding that fine line of separating yourself from the business can be quite complicated but guys don't don't be scared of becoming a solopreneur if it's something you really want to do go and get it and um, always remember guys it's process of outcome now guys if you have any questions make sure to send me an email to augustine at siftgroup.net and also follow us on social, uh, Sift Group X and uh, kiamah junior. Also make sure to leave uh, a review and, uh, and um, share the episode on your social platforms and with your friends. And um, yeah, see you in the next podcast episode, guys. Have an amazing day. Make sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and also share it on your social platforms. Remember guys, it's process over outcome.